0: Assalamu alaikum alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu May the peace, love and blessings of Allah be showered upon you. In this short video, I'm going to give you some ideas and some things that you can do that will improve your khushur or improve your concentration during taraweeh prayer or during any prayer that you do, uh, whether you're praying in a mosque or praying at home. So, I'm going to give you a few specific things that you can concentrate on while you're praying that will improve the quality of the prayer. And then I'm going to look at the the major thing that tends to distract us while we're praying and then a way of perhaps overcoming that. So before we get into that, I just want to point something out because obviously, you know, I, I have this website called Quran for busy people, and it gives you a lot of strategies and a lot of ways that you can study the Quran and, and, uh, you know, memorize the Quran and things like that. The first thing I want to point out is that the purpose of doing all of this studying, the purpose of learning Arabic, the purpose of uh, memorizing the Quran, the purpose of learning how to pronounce the Quran, and recite it beautifully. The purpose of all of that is to do one thing, which is to enhance the quality of your prayer, to enhance the quality of your connection with Allah, with your creator. So you can spend one way of looking at it is that you're all of the studying you've done in your entire life up until now all of the Qur'an that you've studied, all the tafsirs that you've read, all the, the lessons, the lectures that you've listened to, have all been there to prepare you for your next prayer. That was the purpose of doing all of that stuff, is just to prepare you for your next prayer. It's uh, from the sunnah, one of the things the Prophet encourages us to do is to pray each prayer as though it will be your last. So everything that you've done, all of the lessons you've learnt in life up until now, even everything that you've learnt in school, All of the things that you've studied up to this point where you make your next prayer, it's been preparing you for that prayer. We are not human beings who have a spiritual experience when we pray. We are spiritual beings. We're just having a human experience. As a great philosopher once said. So here are some ways that you can concentrate more during prayer and get the most out of it. The first of these, the specific things to concentrate on. So the first thing that you can concentrate on while you're actually praying, and maybe if you're in a mosque and you're listening to the Imam reciting the prayer, one thing that you can concentrate on is the actual words that are being said. And all of the Qur'an is really about three major topics. It's about Allah and who Allah is. It's about the prophets and stories of the prophets that teaches very valuable lessons. And it's a constant reminder of the afterlife. This life is impermanent, so be prepared for the next life. Now, if you concentrate on what's being said, obviously a requisite for that is you need to know some Quranic Arabic. If you can't understand any Arabic, then it's going to be hard for you to understand what's being said during prayer. But even if you've never formally studied Arabic, there's still going to be a lot of words that the Imam recites that you probably know what they mean. Uh, If you're from the Indian subcontinent or in a lot of Muslim countries, some of the words from the Quran and from Arabic kind of filter into our language. So, you might know Allah means God. You know, <laughs> you might know uh, Jannah, Jahannam, you know, paradise, hell. You might know uh, Rasul Allah, the messenger of Allah. So, there might be some words that you just already know because you you were just brought up in a Muslim environment. But that's the first thing to focus on: the actual words being said if you can put or immerse your concentration into that, you'll get an immense benefit from the prayer. The second thing you can focus on is if you're the person reciting, so if you're the Imam and you're leading the prayer, or if you're just praying on your own, you can put all of your attention and all of your focus into the way that you're actually pronouncing each word that you say as you pray. So this is where you focus more on your Tajweed, of pronouncing each word perfectly and singing each word beautifully so that's another way that you can focus your attention as you're praying to keep yourself present in the prayer a uh, third thing that you can focus on if you are the Imam leading tarawih, or if you are praying your own tarawih at home um, the third thing you can focus on is actually putting all of your attention into remembering the words of the Quran that you've memorized see if you're just doing surah al-fatiha or you doing a really short surah that you've recited a million times before then this probably doesn't take a huge amount of concentration for you to remember the words but if you memorize a lot of the quran if you memorize some of the larger surahs if you if you memorize pages and pages of the quran then during your prayer you can focus on remembering those remembering the actual lines that you're going to be reciting and that can take up all of your concentration just remembering the current ayah that you're on. So that's the third way you can focus, is just focusing in on the memorization itself. Now, if you're in Taraweeh, so you're not leading the prayer, you're just listening to the Imam reciting, and you're there and you don't really understand what's being said, then there are other things that you can concentrate on that will keep you... See, the aim of all of this is to help you to realize that you are in the presence of Allah. So the fourth thing that you can focus your attention on is it comes from a hadith about Ihsan so part of the hadith about Ihsan is it's to worship Allah. if you see him if not know that Allah sees you so as you're praying just know be aware that Allah is watching you now when you do this in practice what actually happens is it's like it's almost as though you suddenly become very aware of every movement you're making with your body. So it's almost like your attention goes from the outside directly inward. And you suddenly notice the movement of your hands. You notice every minute muscular movement that happens in your body. And by becoming aware of your body like that and becoming aware of, because there are a few different physical postures that you use while you're praying. So in each of those postures. I want you to put, a hundred percent of your attention on the way that your body is in that moment. So direct your attention inwards. So even if you don't understand what the imam is reciting, and if you don't, you know, um, you don't know that much Quran, you can still benefit a lot from prayer by putting your attention into your body by remembering that Allah is watching you and your body, and therefore putting your attention into every movement you're making with your body. Try to make those movements perfect. If you Oftentimes, what happens with a lot of people is we rush through a prayer. And if you are in the habit of rushing through a prayer and not really being there present during the prayer, then one thing that you can do with your body is in between each movement, pause for a second, for one or three seconds in each position after you've finished saying the words. So instead of going, Alhamdulillah, Instead of doing it super fast, just pause and then do the next movement very deliberately and then say the words and then pause and then do the next movement very deliberately. So just by doing that, that one little tweak, you'll notice you're a lot more present and aware during your salah. And that brings us on to the fifth and final thing that you can concentrate on. And this is probably the best thing to concentrate on, even if you're concentrating on some of the other things that I've mentioned as well. And that is to be aware that you are in Allah's presence. So all of these last two points are summarized in the hadith, the saying of the prophet, peace and blessings be upon him. Ihsan is to worship Allah as if you see him. And if not, know that Allah sees you. So to worship Allah as if you see Allah. You see, a a true believer sees Allah in everything. Like, even though you can never really possibly imagine Allah, because any depiction you have in your mind of what Allah looks like, that's not Allah. Allah is beyond your conception. But to worship Allah as if you see Allah, what that means is, or what that you know, a way of thinking about that is, worship Allah with full concentration and be fully present in the moment. Notice, it's almost like you notice everything that's going on around you, and all of that fills you with awe. It's kind of like just being in awe of Allah's presence. If you have any thoughts of the past or the future, let them go and redirect all of your attention into the present moment. You can't worship Allah in the past or the future. You can only worship Allah right now in this moment. Be aware of that as you pray. So the fifth way of concentrating is to focus all of your attention in the present moment rather than having thoughts of the past and the future. So there are some subtle ways that you can direct your attention during the prayer to get the maximum benefit from it. Now, you might say, well, I mean, that's all well and good telling me to, you know, keep my attention in the present moment. But when I pray, all sorts of thoughts come up. In fact, the number one thing that distracts you from dhikr and from the presence of Allah, the thing that distracts you from being aware and from realizing that you are in the presence of Allah is your own thoughts. Okay. So the question becomes, how do you, how do we, uh, let go of thoughts that come up during prayer and redirect our attention back into the prayer. Well, here's the thing. See, I was reading ulumuddin uh, by Imam Al Ghazali, and he says something interesting there. He says the major thing that distracts us during prayer isn't the physical distractions, like somebody's uh, somebody burps while they're praying, or <laughs> you know, the the carpet is a weird color, or there's flickering fluorescent lights in the mosque. Those physical things aren't the major things that distract us from prayer. The major things that distract us tends to be our own thoughts and specifically he talks about its attachments of the dunya. In other words, thinking about the dunya, thinking about this world, thinking about your finances or your relationships or all of those other the worldly things. they can really distract you from prayer. Now as I reflected on this, I realized that we could actually be more specific. See because we tend to talk about you know its attachment to the dunya and we tend to talk about being attached to this world so much, Sometimes just talking about it almost loses meaning. So I want to be really specific here and say this. There's two things that you can do when thoughts occur to you as you're praying distracting thoughts. The first is just notice them and let them go and redirect your, gently redirect your attention back into those other five things that we talked about. The second thing you can do is notice what those thoughts are about. So if you're praying and you're having a lot of thoughts about a person, what you can do is just kind of notice that you had those thoughts and then either during the prayer or in between the prayers, right? So in the little break between, just kind of think, why did I have so many recurring recurring thoughts about that person? And then you'd be like, oh yeah, that's why. It's because that person's a jerk and they did this, that, and the other, and I can't believe they did that. And your thoughts will go off on a, on a crazy tangent. Now here's the beautiful thing about prayer and even about meditating and things like that. If you're trying to keep a clear mind, And if you're trying to single-mindedly focus on something like the presence of Allah, then what happens is those thoughts come up and they tend to be thoughts about things that you haven't, that you're attached to in the wrong way. So let me give you an example. So let's say you're in prayer, you have a thought about a certain person and you have very negative thoughts about that person. Well, what that's telling you is you have some unresolved issue and what it's telling you specifically, is that in that thing that you're thinking about, that recurring thought that you can't let go of even while you're praying, that in that situation, you are not seeing clearly that even in that circumstance, even with that person, even in that situation, your feelings come from Allah, not from that situation or that person. Your feelings come from Allah. Your feelings come to you from Allah via the power of thought. If you're hung up about thinking about a certain person, then in that situation, maybe they didn't pay you money that they owed you. Maybe they said something nasty to you, but in that situation, it looks to you as though that person doing something is the thing that causes your feelings. And the prayer is here to remind you that nothing causes your feelings except Allah. Allah causes your feelings via the power of your own thought. Feelings come from thought in the moment and nothing else. Allah blesses you with feelings using the power of thought in the moment and nothing else. So if you're having thoughts during prayer and those thoughts are stopping you from concentrating on the prayer, then I guarantee you in that thought, there is something inside of you that that believes that the person or the situation that you're thinking about is causing your feelings. And the moment you say it, you see that, no, that person can't cause feelings. Only Allah causes my feelings via the power of thought. The moment you see that your feelings come from your thought, not from that person or situation or thing, is the moment you'll have instant presence, your attention will fully redirect back towards the presence of Allah. So I know that was kind of a little bit of a <laughs> kind of a, a deep concept. Maybe you want to watch this video a couple of times to get this point, but the thoughts that distract you from prayer somewhere in those thoughts, you believe that the thing that you're thinking about is going to cause your feelings. But the truth is only Allah causes your feelings by the power of your own thought. So you can let that situation go completely. And if you're having trouble letting it go, you're really having trouble seeing that that person or situational thing isn't the thing that causes your feelings. The moment you see only Allah causes your thoughts and feelings is the moment of your spiritual freedom. I hope this has been of benefit. May the peace, love and blessings of Allah be showered upon you. If you're enjoying these special Ramadan transformation podcasts, you're going to love the free book, Timeless Wisdom. To download it and get a free video training series on how the Quran can transform your life, go to www.quranforbusypeople.com.